Get ready. It's time for the Idaho Podcast with your host, Danny Ventura. Welcome to the Idaho Podcast, where we feature the people who live, work, and play in Idaho. Today, I'm honored to have our guest, Trevor Chadwick, with us, who is the mayor, current residing mayor of the City of Star here in Idaho. And uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Just appreciate having you on. Yeah. I know you were first elected mayor in 2020, and yep. you just got reelected to your second term with 85% of the vote, which is pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. That's, yeah. That's awesome. And, and with record voter turnout, too. For us. That's even better. It's even better. <laughs> Obviously a popular mayor and a popular guy. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> I know generations of your family uh, have lived in Idaho and you, you in fact, even uh, graduated from Boise High School. That's correct. Yep. So what are some of your favorite things about Idaho? You know, uh, lots of cool things. Obviously the people uh, of Idaho, um, very friendly, right? It's always been, uh, no matter where you go in Idaho, it's always had that hometown feel. Um, I do love the mountains. Uh, I'm a big mountain guy. Um, I spend a lot of my time hunting and fishing or jeeping. You know, I have a hyper green Jeep uh, oh, and nice. I go up uh, into different areas and explore. And, and I've been here all my life. And it's amazing the things that you find even now exploring uh, in different spots of Idaho. Because we have a lot of unique uh, uh, opportunities and terrain out here, you know, from the volcanic rock that you have in eastern Idaho to the mountainous terrain, to the prairies, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is awesome. Hmm. So even for being here as long as you have, there's, you still find new discoveries. Still find new discoveries. Yeah. And that's one of the things that makes it so cool. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what did you do before becoming the mayor of Star? So I, I was on the city council also before I became the mayor of Star, um, but I was uh, an estimator uh, for, uh, for commercial construction um, uh, for about 15 years, probably. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. You have a welcome statement on uh, STARS website, and um, I, I want to talk a little bit about that. In part of the welcome statement, you say, STAR remains a beacon of goodness, friendliness, and community spirit that draws people from all over the U.S. in search of a place to call home. Yep. I, I love that statement. So yeah. what, what, uh, what, what makes it all those things? What makes it the, the, you know, a beacon of, of goodness and, and uh well, the biggest thing I think is is just maintaining that friendliness, right? And being accessible, I guess. Um, everybody, regardless of where you come from in this country and you're coming here to star, people are coming here for the right reasons. And they want to be, they, they want to be in a place that is friendly, is uh, they have the opportunities for the children to go out and play without any challenges. That's, that doesn't have a lot of crime. Um, you know, that's very positive in a lot of things. And I always tell people that we're going to, we're going to disagree, but it's the manner in which you disagree is how we're going to get along. Right. And, and honestly, we, we disagree on several occasions, but a lot of times we come back together at the end and make the uh, star a better place, you know, and, and we do live and I do carry around this as my, that's a pocket constitution. Love that. Right. My, my dad gave this to me here. Um, and, and this is the, the very thing that we live by here in the city of Star, right? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is what we 
what we uh, live live by, and I fully believe that, and, and that's what a lot of people come here for mm. in the city of Star. So, wow, really well said, and that I like that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness as as it relates to the beacon of goodness, friendliness, yep. and community spirit it in does. your statement. Yeah, I, and and a lot of the th- times, you know, I I'm, I'm probably a unique uh, mayor where I'm very active even on social media, but out in the public as well. And I end a lot of uh, uh, statements or a lot of posts with star equals community. Cause I truly believe that, you know, as a city of star, we create that community um, and, and we could be good stewards of that and create this environment that is just positive and, and, and awesome to live with. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we live here on the, on the outskirts of star kind of near, near Eagle, but, uh, and I know there's a, you know, some details there, but I, we feel a part of the star community yep. and it really is uh, an incredible hometown, uh, just Americana community. It is right? very much. So, you know, people, what's really cool is you see a lot of American flags mm-hmm. flying all over the place. We have one of the greatest celebrations during the summer, uh, our hometown celebration on July 4th, very patriotic, you know, um, you know, up there at the, uh, uh, you know, we have the hometown uh, parade, uh, a, a good old fashioned style uh, lunch, you know, uh, where we do, a, you know, going even to the senior center, doing pie auctions to raise money for the senior center, have kids games or firefighters play with the kids with, with water. And we have concerts in the park. And then we have a fireworks show where up, I'm up there at the, at the stage and I will, uh, I'm, uh, I do a prayer <laughs> for everybody with everybody. And we do uh, I read portions of the uh, declaration of independence, which yeah. is very important. Mm-hmm. And then we have a humongous, a humongous fireworks show. I think it's the best one around here. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. Yeah, you would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's getting bigger. Yeah, and I love the reenactment uh, yeah. that is done as well because we we miss so much in our society throughout other states. We just don't, in my opinion, yep. we don't spend enough time on history. Correct. And history yep. is so important. And we again, we don't have to let it define us, but but yep. we can. We certainly can't forget it because we have to look back to be able to look forward. Right. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So that's so important. So you just completed your first term as mayor. Now you have served on the city council, you know, prior to that. Correct. But what in your first term, what are some of your accomplishments uh, that you're most proud of? Uh, you know, well, that's a good, that's a, that's a great question too, because there was so much chaos in that first term, right? Became mayor in January of 2020 and in March, of course, is when the COVID mm. issues hit, right? <clears throat> um, and in STAR, you know, one of the things that, we're, I believe we're pretty successful at is really looking at the information and keeping our city open. Right. And, and we let you be you, you do you, if you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask. If you don't, I don't, we don't care. Right. You know, it's, that's up to you, but we kept our businesses open kind of outside of some of the other orders that were out there. Um, and we didn't lose any businesses at start during that time frame, which is great. And the community rallied together. And because of the, some of that, I think is what's really created that, hometown feel a little bit too, right? Um, because people began to believe in each other and they supported each other and they were doing everything they can to make sure that they could bring people up. You know, if you had a challenge at your home, they were going to help you out, right? Uh, things like that, which was awesome. And, and I, I really, I, I really like that a lot. And I, and I think being able to hold that whole um, uh, small, I guess the, the beginning roots of what really made America great at the beginning we held held true to those values here in the city of Star, and I thought that was pretty, that's probably my my greatest uh, I think the greatest accomplishment of, of being able to maintain that because it wasn't the same all over, right? Right in different states, even in parts of Idaho, it wasn't the same. So. Oh, for sure. And uh, 
for example, I'm, you know, my wife and I are from California. There, yeah. there, there were cities that are, are still trying to rebuild. I mean, there's so many yeah. businesses that are, that went out of business and they, now they're, they're almost like ghost towns is a little extreme, but I mean, it's, but it's really bad. It's very bad. And, yeah. and you can see what's happening even today. We kept things open. You know, we allowed, uh, we still did our public hearings, um, you know, at city hall, which allowed for the housing, even this development that you're in here to, to go right. To get built. Um, we appreciate that. Yeah. And, 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 and doing that has allowed a lot of people to come in the start. There's people that are like, well, we're growing too fast. Well, I get that, but we're not, we don't control that. The things that we do as a city are bringing people in. They, they want to be part of that. Right. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Hmm. So that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. So kudos to you for that. And, and as you look towards your, your second term that you just began in January, yep. this, this, well, we were in February. We're, we're just we're two days in the February. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy that yours already going. Yeah. Um, what, what are you looking most forward to? Or what are some of your goals for the, the next four years? So, so uh, you know, we're going to continue to work with um, the different partners that we deal with as far for infrastructure stuff like roads and schools and, and really try to get those established for the city of Star. You know, growing wise, I mean, I'm just going to give you some numbers. It's pretty incredible if you're okay with that. Of course. I yeah. Love. So, so back in 2020, when we had the census, we were about 11,117 people. <clears throat> we have an upcoming census and I'm part of uh, compass. I'm the chairman this year of a, a regional planning thing for the, uh, the Valley. Our number is going to be right around 20,000, 19,500 to 20,000. So in four years, we've grown by eight to 9,000 people here. Holy and stars. so obviously there's some challenges with some of the infrastructure that's there. And when I talk about that, I'm talking about like roads mm -hmm. and schools. That's our only challenges that we have. Our, our sewer and water has been very um, proactive over the years and they just got completed with a $30 million upgrade, which allows us to, to have another four or 5,000 connections. Wow. And, and they're, they've, they've have not had a, I think it's about six years running now. They have not had a violation at all for, uh, uh, you know, when they do their cleaning and, and put it back in the river, they're one of the cleanest uh, systems in the state. That's really, you know, so, I mean, so working with these agencies on trying to get some of the roads widened, you know, we did, we've done some stuff here in, in star that is no one's done in the state of Idaho with this development and put in place back in April of 2020, I put in place what's called a proportionate share with the Idaho transportation department. Cause we have three state highways that come through our city mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, we uh, about an it was about an average of a thousand dollars per new house that was built or residential or uh, apartment unit went into went into the fund to help us fund unfunded portions of the state highway that come through our city. We actually were able to collect the money, design a project a mile segment, and get it built in eighteen months. Wow! With that, and no one's ever done that in the state, right? And everybody was looking at us like, "How did you do that?" Well, it's, it's thinking outside the box and being creative with what you have. And then getting that done, and it's created uh, a big um, spark of commerce on the other side of town. It's the road segment in front of Albertsons mm -hmm. that we did that way. Yeah, which is a beautiful new center, by the way. Yeah, and I love the store. Yeah, yep. Sure. yep. So, what, if you don't mind, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but what are some of those things that you said it's, it requires thinking outside of the box? So, yep. can you can you elaborate a little? Sure. Bit? Absolutely. Yeah. So, even parts of, um, you know, when you're growing so fast, we want to make certain that our public safety stays up there. We're very big believers in our police and our fire. Um, you know, we support the blue like no other here in the Love city, that. which Love is great. That. You know, we have a proactive police model. So, in, and when I say proactive is we are actively going out getting, cause we have state, three state highways, state highways are your corridors for drugs coming in and out of your communities. Right. <clears throat> and so we have, uh, uh, we put together uh, teams that go out and focus on, 
taking fentanyl off the streets and and looking for um, uh, human trafficking. You know, we have issues with the uh, with the border, you know, along Mexico, which is bringing some of these drugs and stuff into our communities all the way, even all the way up here in Idaho. Right. Just gonna, from uh, there. It's surprising, but, surprising, yeah. but it's a long ways. And it's true. I mean, it's coming out like crazy, but they're doing a great job of, of hammering this crime and getting it off the streets. And, and so what we've done is um, no one's done this either is we put mitigation fees in place with developers. Um, I went to the, the building contracts association say, listen, we can't, we can't continue to grow like this if we can't service our, um, uh, our citizens uh, or keep the service levels the same, right. Or better. Because the state limits us on how much we can grow our property taxes by, by an 8% maximum per year, right? City of Star only levies $1.8 million towards property taxes on a $3 billion value in the city. Mm. Very little, mm-hmm. right? And so we got to, and it costs, so 8% of that's about 140000 130000 140000 It costs that much to for one officer, <laughs> right. right? And so if you can't grow that fast, you have a hard time keeping up. So we put these mitigation fees in place. Um, with the BCA that, that every house uh, pays, new house that comes in, puts in $1,200 toward the fund for us to fund, fund and finance officers, right? Um, because we want to be at one-to-one ratio, or, or one to a 1,000, I'm sorry, one officer to a 1,000 residents in the city of Star. And we hit that finally this last fiscal year. We were able, because of these mitigation fees, we were able to put on five more officers, uh, which just impre- in, improves the um, uh, protection of our city, right? Same thing with our fire department. You know, they have a struggle with uh, hiring uh, firefighters because of that restriction the state's put on. Um, it takes nine firefighters to open a brand new station. You just can't hire one or two. You have to hire nine. Makes sense. So about 1.5, 1.6 million. So we have the same thing in place for them as well. And they're getting ready to utilize some of that for a brand new station they're going to build. Okay. So that's thinking outside the box and doing things a little bit differently and, and involving all of the um, stakeholders. Right. that are involved with that, right? You got to, you just can't make decisions that are going to impact everybody without actually talking to everybody and making certain that they understand what the situation is and say, and, and let them know that we need your help to resolve this problem in order for you to continue. Mm-hmm. Right. That is huge. And I love that you say that because yep. that is so important. And I feel like so many um, politicians and I'm not necessarily putting you in that realm, but you are the mayor, but uh, I don't feel like they care that much about the people's opinions anymore. And although it's the people they serve, it it is the people's, I always tell people I'm only here because you want me here. I have, I'm not entitled to this position. You hire me to do a job and I'm going to do as best I can. Right. And at the point that you don't want me, you're going to tell me that. Mm -hmm. Right. So that, I think that's important. Well, no wonder you got 85% of the vote. <laughs> right. I, I love that spirit. That's, <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm just blessed to know you. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we talked a little bit about your goals for these coming years, and you yeah. talked about infrastructure and the roads, and I, I love that. And it's a little bit more commercial. Oh, okay. So we want to get some more of the commercial and commerce and stuff in here. We need to be – we've been so – property taxes uh, have been so reliant on the residential community here in Star forever, right? We became a city in 1997. So really, we're only 26 years old. So that's a that's a unique thing too. There's a history behind Stars. Uh, this is our second time being a city. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So so in uh, 19 December 10th, 1997, we became a city. You know, about 500 people decided yes, let's be a city, and then it grew from there. So think in that 26 years, we went from 500 to 20,000 people. That's a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. But we want to get the the services here, the jobs here, so people don't have to travel seven miles in any direction or whatnot to do that. Uh, places for people to eat, uh, places for our kids to go work, you know, things like that. 
and it helps with our property taxes by relieving the property tax burden on off of the residential and put it more on the commercial side. And we did a good job this last year because of what we have of dropping it from uh, 93%. It's like 93.8% burden on the residential down to 88%. That's a huge drop in, mm-hmm. in one year by bringing all that commercial business in. So that's part of one of my other goals. So sorry about that. So no, don't be sorry. I, and I appreciate that as a, as a homeowner. I mean, I, I've never had my property tax go down. Yeah, and, and this year and, did. and it just did, and, and, and just I was did. I was shocked. Right, <laughs> another reason why I love Idaho. Right, right. Uh, but that's obviously that's not the primary reason. But boy, it sure does. It sure does make a, a nice uh, cherry on top. It makes a nice cherry. On top. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so we talked about your goals, and I appreciate those, and those are those are awesome. Um, if, but if you had a, a genie mm-hmm. out of the bottle and you had one wish left uh, for Star, uh, for the city of Star, or for all of Idaho, what would that wish be? Well, that's a great question. For all Star or all of Idaho? Yeah, either the city of Star or all of Idaho. Because you've, you've been here a, a while, so. Yeah, all my life. So it's, um, boy, that's a great question. That's I haven't never thought about it that way. So if I had one wish left for the city of Star, I guess is, I, and we do it already, but my I guess my wish is that we continue to be, um, keep that small hometown feel uh, and be neighborly uh, with each other and stuff out here. You know, and that, and, and I'm, I'm giving like three or four wishes together here, all wrapped up in one, right? And that we can continue to be fiscally responsible as a community, as a city, while providing all the services so people can live, right? And, and live and be be who they want to be and and enjoy their lives, right? Because it's just it's just short short life, <laughs> boy and out, yeah, and out, right? <laughs> Well, that is uh, that's a it's a great wish. I right. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. We're putting you on the spot. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. That's a great question. I'm have to think about that one. <laughs> well, if it changes, let me know. But although that was a great answer, <laughs> that's a great answer. That was a great yeah. answer. Uh, you you've mentioned you know you're working on uh, more commercial, and I, I've noticed just in the just over a year we've been here, there's been lots of this new business. The, yep. You mentioned the Albertson Center. There's yep. there's a lot more stuff coming in Mountain Mike's Pizza and, and so forth, the Jersey Mike's right. uh, and, and all and gas stations. And there's so many more. I, I don't want to keep listening because I don't want to leave anybody out. But um, so what, what do you think is drawing business and commerce to Star? What is it about Star specifically? Because, I mean, it, it's, I see it almost more there than I have seen it almost anywhere locally. I mean, yeah. Idaho's growing, don't get me wrong, but I'm seeing like robust growth. We, we have, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, obviously we have uh, the population that can serve. I mean, granted these organizations have their own demographics teams and stuff that will go out there and figure out if it's going to work for them, mm-hmm. you know, when we talk to them, but they like our, they like our community, you know, and, and the cool thing is, is these businesses aren't just coming in to do business. They're coming in and contributing. So like they sponsor stuff with my mayor's youth council. They're helping out with our star outreach, the food bank out here. You know, they're helping out uh, with uh, sponsoring our uh, hometown celebrations. They want to be part of what we've created here in star. And that's a lot of what's driving a lot of these guys, which is great. Even the bigger guys, right? It's, it's just, a, it's incredible to see how supportive they have been for our community and how excited they are to be here in star. You know um, we do get st- <laughs> We get talked about a lot all over the state just because of what's been going on in Star and how we've been able to keep it together and keep a positive uh, environment and atmosphere here. Do you feel most of the commercial uh, uh, business owners and even some of the, you know, uh, franchise, those type of folks, um, do they, you think they come here and want to honor that small town feel? You you know, do you? I think they do. I I think in the most part they do. I know we're going to, I'm going to bring this up. There's a lot, there's always a lot of chatter about pizza. (laughs) <laughs> right 
people are like, well, not another pizza place. Well, look at the stats. I, and I've actually went and looked at the stats, right? Idaho has about 23.8 pizza places per 100,000 people. Wow. If you come from California, it's 18.6. So, yeah, of course it's going to look like there's more pizza. But obviously people eat it. Right. Right? So it's not for me. So this is the thing I say to people. It's not my job as a government to dictate to you on if you can open a, jo- a business or not. It's the people's job to decide if they want to support that business. Mm. Right. Great and, it's, and it's the owner's job to appeal those the, to the citizens and get the people into their business. And it breeds healthy competition. Government should stay out all that. We just provide the opportunity for people to be successful. Mm. That's a wonderful philosophy. Right. I wish, I wish most people shared that. Right. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, uh, You've seen a lot of change. We talked about the commercial yeah. growth and, and most of the change. And again, you've been here your whole life. So you've seen a tremendous amount of change. You even said it. We almost doubled population just in the city of Star. Yeah, in four years. So. Would you, uh, that, which is crazy. Right. Would you say that most of the change has been positive? Or? I think most of the change has been positive. I, I think for the most part, people are here for the right reasons. You get some that are not. And, and that's, I mean, that's going to happen everywhere. Nothing's perfect, right? Um, the growth, I, I understand when people say, I hate to see the fields go away, the farmers. Well, the farmers aren't losing out. The farmers are making pretty good money on their, on their property. And we have a problem. We have a problem in our country right now with generational farming because hmm. it's not happening anymore. It's going more to the corporate side, right? And so that's a challenge when you have um, development and farming and ag, I guess, uh, butting up against each other. You know, when a, when a farmer can get 100000 to $200,000 an acre for his land, he can set his family up with generational wealth pretty quick on that, right? And, and it's, it's not, it's a private property, right? You have a right to profit off your property, you know? And, and I get people's frustration, but uh, it's, for me, it's like, open your checkbook up, buy it. Right. You know, everybody has an opportunity to buy it. If I can buy it, I would buy it. I would love to buy it. If the city can buy some of that land and keep it open, I would love to do that. Right. But we don't have that kind of funds to do that, you know, and people want to still come here. But we can try to figure out for for us as a city. You know, we've done some different things where others have not. We have downsized versus upsizing. Like when you look at our upzoning, I guess, downzoning and upzoning. Okay, Boise's upzoned, right, more density per per acre where we've downzoned and star because of the rapid growth that we've seen. We've made some adjustments to say, okay. We, we can't handle the growth the way it's going right now. It's not, it's not good for everybody. So we're going we're gonna to reduce the densities available in our city uh, so we can make it a little more. We're going to be more spread out. <laughs> People don't like that. But I think that works for our community, right? It may not work for other communities, but it works for our community. Right. Um, aside from the farming, which is real, and I, and I appreciate you bringing that up, are, are this rapid growth and uh, change that you've witnessed. Are, do you have any other concerns besides I, the farming? I will tell you the, the the biggest concern. One of the biggest concerns that we're tackling right now that I have with the rapid growth is the is the uh, some of the mental health of our youth. Okay. Only t- reason I say that so many kids have been uprooted and up uh, from places that they know, and they come into the unknown. And there's a lot of them, and they just don't know where their sense of belonging is. Right. So we as a, as a city have been putting a lot of programs and stuff together to try to get these kids together to interact with each other, right? So they can build that friendship cores and things like that. Because a lot of times, these, just like we saw in COVID, kids were isolated. We don't want to see them continue to be isolated, right? We want them to come together 
and, and create that long-term uh, relationship so they can continue the vibrancy that we have in our community. Right. Right. And, and that's a challenge. And I, and I really, I really, I get concerned about that because you see uh, just in the Valley and it's all over the country, but a, a spike in suicides and stuff like that with kids. So we're really starting to focus on that a lot as a city and actually as a Valley, because we, we just had a meeting about this yesterday with some, some key players about how we can try to just tackle this. Um, without calling it mental health, but, but tackling it by just bringing kids in together and, and, and talking and, and, and ha- getting them to enjoy themselves. So they understand that they're not alone mm-hmm. up here. We're here. Right. You know, and I, I even have given my, my phone number out to kids that I see that, uh, I can see that they're struggling. I said, call me, you know, just call me, you know? And they're like, you're the mayor. I said, I'm, I don't care if I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a citizen of my city that I care. Mm-hmm. Right. Call me. Wow. You know? So I'm so glad that you mentioned that you're, you're, that's something you're thinking forward on and you are in groups are already meeting to discuss that. And, right. uh, because you're right. Uh, you know, having my, my, I have four kids, but they're all adults and I have grandkids now. Right. The grandkids I get concerned about because when, when the kids do get isolated, they turn, they get isolated with devices, with devices, not with people. And exactly. that's usually the biggest problem because the, the, what they're being infiltrated with is not generally good. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. Not at all. Right now. And that, and that's things that, that we continue to, to battle in the state, even at the state house, you'll see at the legislative level right now, they're actually looking at different bills that try to limit these, the usability to get AI generated porn or whatever that shows up on their stuff or, or the bullying that happens, you know, on these different platforms. You see the state houses even tackling this issue. So it's a, it's a, it is an issue if we're all talking about the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a while back, uh, technology surpassed humanity. And I've, it been, did. I've been concerned ever since. It's, I've always said, if we can get rid of the phone, we can be great. Boy, and how. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's have these face-to-face conversations nowadays instead of this text messaging, keyboard warrior thumb stuff that happens, right? Boy, completely, yeah. completely agree with that. And that's my biggest thing is I, you know, even on social media, cause I'm on it too. Right. If I see somebody coming after me for whatever, I always invite, let's talk, let's have a conversation. If after we have that conversation, you still believe you the way you do great, whatever, but I don't respect you if you don't have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a lot of people I've talked to and they understand, Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's not do this typing thing uh, and hide behind that keyboard and that monitor. Yeah. Communication is communication essential. Is essential. Yep, yep. 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 And I love that there's a book by Brene Brown. It's called dare to lead. I don't know if you've read the book, but she talks greatly about how, how communication and having the courage to speak truth and love mm-hmm. is so important. Just, yep. just to have a conversation. You can still at the end disagree, yep. but part ways as friends and just have just, just agree to disagree on agree that. Agree to disagree. Right. So, we don't, we don't, we're not going to agree on everything. Right. 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 Incredible. So. Incredible. So uh, I would love to hear personally, and I'm sure the audience would as well, what, what tips or suggestions would you give to folks who may be considering uh, living in or working in Star Ida? You know, just uh, come in and, and realize, I guess the biggest thing for me is realize what you left. Don't try to bring what you left here. That's the biggest thing that turns off locals, right? We get that you have your own... Um, what, what you've seen a lot more than what we have had here, but we're trying to maintain what we got here to, to keep it friendly. Right. Um, and do some research. Right. I, I, the, the interesting thing, here's the interesting thing about star is star used to be considered the armpit of Ada County. It was the lowest property values 
you know, back in, in uh, the late 1990s, early 2000s, it was the um, uh, people were like, why would you live in a star today? Opposite. Wow. One of the higher property value, a lot more. It looks clean, looks new. Uh, the people are friendly. People want to get out here. I talk to people every day. I wish I can come to star. Right. <laughs> and, and it's, and, and it's just, it's just that just come and enjoy your life and, and, and just do some research on, on, is this where you want to be? Is this the kind of atmosphere you want to be in? Because it's a, it's a beautiful atmosphere. And it really is. Right. And if you like chaos, <laughs> star's not the place. Yeah, I love right? that. Right. I, I don't like chaos. So right. that, that's why I love it. Here. That's why you love it. Here. Right. <laughs> and, and to, it's, it's hard to even imagine that star you, you called it, um, the armpit, the armpit. That's hard to even, for yeah, me to imagine. Anyway. Right. People don't realize that. And it's pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> and, and it really was. I mean, we, we've done so, as a city here in the last year and a half, we've really tried to restore our, our, our uh, gather hist our history. And so I put a historical committee together and you get um, we took 15 so far of the oldest folks that live here and families that have been here forever to get the oral um, uh, videoed history of, about Star. And they really talk about why it was the armpit. And why they consider it the armpit because it's, it used to stink because of we had hog farms here, we had chicken ranches here, we had uh, cattle ranches, uh, uh, cattle feedlots here, you know, and we had a great big mink farm here. And so when all the, the when all the breezes flowed just right, it was rank oh, here, <laughs> right? And then that's really where the armpit really came from. And and the buildings weren't the greatest; they were old farmhouses and stuff that were not always kept up. Or whatnot, but that uh, that whole thing has changed. But it's a cool, unique history that we have. Uh, that's really important to, to to who we are because that's really where that hometown feel started. Really, was with the with those farming families and the families that have been in Star for over a hundred years. Mm, that's cool to even learn. Yeah, I, yeah it's 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 funny. You know, <laughs> hogs don't smell like bacon. They don't smell if, like if bacon. If they did, everyone would have. Them. <laughs> everyone would have them. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. So your your grandfather, yep. uh, Jack M. Murphy, and uh, he served. Uh, as in Idaho, as Idaho's lieutenant governor mm -hmm. uh, from 1967 to 1975. Yep. Uh, in his final address to the Idaho legislature, uh, he, part of his address, this was part of his quote, and if you don't mind, I'd like to yeah, read it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it says, there can be no personal victory or triumph for those who serve here. There can be no individual defeat. No man or woman can rule here or for any prolonged period impose his or her will upon others. The only victor when we are wise is Idaho. The only victim, if we are unwise, is her people. That's pretty profound. That's and, pretty and, profound. and you include that quote in the signature line of your, every single email you send yeah, out. I do. Uh, and and I, I was struck by it when we were corresponding. And then I, I then also read your message again on the, on the website. So why is it? Why is that quote so important to you? I think I know why, but I'd like to hear in your words. I, and and also, sorry, yeah. would you? How would you like that to that quote to resonate with the community? I, I think it, it's it's to me that quote says a lot. It says a lot that uh, our founding fathers basically um, created this country uh, where the people are the country, not the government, right? And that quote basically is emphasizing and, and reinforcing that thought. And it's very, it, it uh, gives me the chills even now that my grandfather, uh, that was his last speech he gave when he left uh, as Lieutenant Governor. 
to let remind those that are coming in and the people there that that you're only here because the people brought you here and you're here to serve the people, not the people serving you. And I think that's, I'm, I'm very, I want to, I want to make sure I emulate that, I guess. Right. And be that way. Um, because I think that's important, uh, uh, for us to maintain this great, uh, community and lifestyle Hmm. out here. And it sounds very much like you do. And I know you also close in, in your, in your welcome that it's a privilege to be the mayor and, and and honestly, Trevor, it's been a privilege to have you on the show today. Yeah, this is awesome. I thank you so much for, for sharing your story and sharing so much about the city of star with our listeners. Absolutely. Awesome. Appreciate you. You bet. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us today. I hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time on the Idaho podcast. Take care.